right. He's a great, he's a great runner, and he's got a good arm. Mm-hmm. That's the video. Welcome to another episode of Boom or Bust, the draft show. Max Chavik alongside Nick Miriam, Donnie Clemens. We got another co-host, special co-host for this episode, Nico Delferate at Elite Takes on TikTok, at Elite Takes on Twitter, too. This guy is freaking massive, and we had to get him on for a huge episode today, and that is Liberty quarterback Malik Willis. His scouting report, which I know a lot of you have been asking for in the comments section, we're finally getting to it. Malik Willis scouting report, strengths, weaknesses, player comp, ranking, team fit, so much more. Before we start the video, please like and subscribe to the channel. Turn on notifications. Follow our Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at Draft. Anywhere you get your podcast, we're on YouTube. Subscribe as well. And, of course, follow Nico on TikTok, on Twitter, wherever you can find him. At Elite Takes, probably Instagram, too. And, of course, Donnie at Pick and Spreads. Check out the merch store, too. So let's go over Malik Willis. He is a red shirt senior. Six feet tall, 220 pounds, former three-star recruit, number 368 overall, number 21 athlete in the class of 2017 coming out of Georgia. He transferred to Liberty from Auburn in 13 games this year. He completed 61% of his passes for 2,857 yards, 27 touchdowns, 12 picks, also ran for 878 yards and 13 touchdowns in his career, 63% of his completion percentage, 5,176 yards, 48 touchdowns, 18 picks. Also ran for 2,131 yards and 29 touchdowns. A mouthful right there. But, Nico, when you watch this guy, man, what do you love about Malik Willis? Well, you know, I think we got to start with the obvious, and that's the legs. I mean, this guy, he might not have, like, Justin Field speed last year, but he can really get downfield. And he kind of reminds me of the way – Lamar Jackson moves where he just tries to make guys miss Mm -hmm. and I would also say that that helps him with his ability to extend plays but what also helps him with his ability to extend plays is that he has a a pretty darn good arm and like he can make throws deep off balance he can make throws deep on the run so he definitely has that upper echelon arm that you would want in a lead NFL quarterback Let, okay, let, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. Um, I mean, this guy is a, this guy is an unreal runner, best runner in the class by far. I think the second he goes into the NFL, he might be the second best rushing quarterback in the NFL, only behind Lamar Jackson. And yes, this is coming from a diehard Arizona Cardinals fan. I think he will be a better NFL runner. I don't think he's a better pure runner than Kyler Murray. But the reason I think he'll be a better NFL runner is because he's willing to take those hits. Because Kyler is just too small to take those hits. 5'9", 5'10", whatever he is, he just can't take those hits. And he always has to either run out of bounds or get on the ground as soon as possible. And Malik doesn't have to. Malik can take those hits. Laser rocket arm. Strongest arm in the class by a comfortable margin. I think the only person who can really be in that conversation with him is maybe Strawn. But he has the strong he has the strongest arm in the class by far. Uh, the decision making isn't necessarily great, but when it comes to the athletic tools and just these gifts that he has at the quarterback position, by far the best of any uh, quarterback in this draft. Along with that comes the highest ceiling. Um, when you look at a guy like this, yes, he is a project quarterback, and it's going to take a long time to develop a guy like this. But we've seen quarterbacks like this. We've seen Patrick Mahomes. We've seen Josh Allen. We've seen Trey Lance. We've seen Jordan Love. We've seen these guys that come in the NFL as major 
Are you laughing about Jordan Love? I was, I was gonna say putting Jordan Love in there is pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Utah State legend, but oh, yeah. um, no, we've seen we've seen these quarterbacks that just aren't fully there yet, but mm-hmm. have these unbelievable gifts, and they go to a team and they get developed. Mainly like Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, who top three quarterbacks in the NFL, and they both have an argument for being the best. So that's what you're mainly looking at with this guy, best physical tools and the highest ceiling by far of any quarterback in this draft. Yeah, it's tools, tools, tools. I mean, we, we've we had a lot of comparisons in our discussions about this guy, Trey Lance, last year, who was you know lower competition level, kind of similar, um, a guy who was mobile, a guy who had a great arm. Um but there were some development questions and, you know, it was, well, the tools are awesome. If you think you can develop this guy, Kyle Shannon obviously did think he could, then this guy can become an excellent QB. Malik Willis is in that vein. I think honestly, the, the, the competition week to week, some, some of the games he played with Liberty, you know, they played Auburn, they played Ole Miss, like tougher than any game that North Dakota state ever played. But I think on average, North Dakota state probably playing tougher opponents than Liberty was playing, honestly. But so there, there's a discussion there, but my argument would be that his tools are better than the quarterback we've seen come out probably since Cam Newton. I just this wow. guy's arm is wow, is crazy. And and I you know Lamar Jackson was the best runner we've ever seen, and his arm was good, but it was more in the Matt Corral vein of arms. I'm putting Malik Willis's arm talent up there, maybe not quite Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen level, but I think it's it's close. You know, I think he really does have that type of power underneath his throws, and I think he has the ability to change up his angles, throw these balls with touch, throw these balls of power. He can do all of it. It's just, you know, it's a mechanics issue, which we'll talk about in the weaknesses for it. You know, besides that, you know, he's a guy that has relatively quick twitch when he sees when he wants to throw the ball, he can. And obviously when the play breaks down, his mobility is some kind of hybrid between what we saw with Lamar and what we saw with Cam Newton in that he has, you know, some power. He is he's rocked up. He's six foot two twenty. Like that is my ideal like running back size. I actually kind of like them shorter. So actually maybe five eleven, two twenty is better and can run. But like this guy, you know, he might not run the four twos, but he might run in like the low four threes, four fours. We'll see. It's not Justin Fields type mobility, but he's shiftier than Justin Fields. Um, and that is a high floor thing for a quarterback as he develops as a passer going to the next level. You can at least rely on the fact that this guy is just going to make wow plays with his legs every once in a while. And that's the type of thing that gives you, you know, there are games that you will win just because, wow, like that guy can do something that no one else can do other than probably Lamar Jackson. Yeah, you guys hit it all. I mean, this is the best physical tools, I think, by far in this quarterback class. Rocket arm with a running ability of a very good running back. Legitimately can throw from any angle off of any platform. He would be one of the top running backs in this draft if he switched positions. That's how good of a runner this guy is. I saw this stat that PFF tweeted out. I wanted to say it. Malik Willis broke a tackle on 60% of his runs this year. That's the most they've ever seen by a quarterback. That's the most they've ever seen by a running back. Tied for second was Sam Howell this year, too. Tied for (laughs) second. Sam Howell, hell yeah, Nico. I know you're on the Sam Howell QB1 train. Need someone else with me. Sam Howell tied for second with Javante Williams from last year. They both broke 48% uh, of their attempts. They both all broke a tackle. So Malik Willis, 60%, dude. Crazy. 60%. That is a ridiculous number. By far the best they've seen. And they've started doing this in 2014. So this has been seven years of data. And Malik Willis have never seen someone break a tackle as efficient as he did this season. And... We'll get into the weaknesses, but he did take a major step forward, I think, this year. So this guy showed that he is coachable, and maybe you can get him to unlock those elite tools 
down the line. But Nick, we'll start with you on this one. The weaknesses, man. Talking about the weaknesses from Blake Willis. Yes, I don't think his mechanics are necessarily horrible. I think he knows what he needs to do. It's just about consistency. Uh, it's it, it it's not always right, um, and it definitely messes with his accuracy. And it's it's like slight margins here and there because I think relatively, you know, you see a miss downfield a good amount. I think a lot of these guys that uh, they they you know in this draft aren't the most accurate downfield. I think actually Sam Howell is the one guy who I think consistently hit passes downfield in this draft. Willis, though, you know, when he does hit the downfield pass, it's 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 a throw that's really more impressive than any other quarterback can make in this class. But the issues, I think, come in the intermediate and short levels where, yes, he hits his targets. Yes, he hits receivers. But the ball placement is kind of erratic. Like you will see him throwing it behind receivers, throwing it to places where they're getting hit by defenders, throwing it places where they're really not in a good position to get yardage upfield or turn upfield. Uh, it's it's these little things that kind of accumulate towards you know, the offense not flowing as freely as it wants to. And then, you know, the offense is a little college there at Liberty. Uh, he really didn't go beyond his first couple reads. And a lot of times when the play broke down, it was kind of Sam Howell-esque in that mm-hmm. he really ran the ball and that was it. You know, there wasn't much beyond every once in a while to get outside the pocket and just fire a ball downfield and with reckless abandon, maybe sometimes it worked out. Uh, we saw him do that at the senior bowl a lot. He really, in terms of improvisation, like his running ability is what he has. And beyond that, he hasn't really quite figured it out in terms of setting his feet, looking downfield and finding open receivers, um, kind of when the play does break down. Nico, what do you think? Well, for me, something that I noticed with him, I know that Nick brought up the downfield accuracy, but it's really just about all about touch for me because we know he has the arm to make every single throw on the field, but there are a lot of times where he underthrows guys or he just lobs up a rainbow when you'd like it to be a little more of a bullet. So I noticed that is sort of an issue with him. And then there's obviously the pocket presence issue he kind of just like ditches when his first read isn't there he turns into this crazy stuff kind of Sam Howell-esque where he might break a few tackles and then he'll run backwards and then it ends up in like a 15-yard sack so I noticed that is an issue and my final thing this might be nitpicking a little bit but Malik Willis is going to be 23 years old as a rookie mm-hmm in college and you know that makes me think for a quarterback who's such a project you'd imagine that maybe it takes him one to two years do you really you know expect this 25 year old to come out and be a completely different quarterback when we've already seen four years of him so that's just my question it's a good point it's a good point he's my age right now (laughs) no that is a fantastic point and yeah Yeah, i wouldn't i wouldn't draft (laughs) me i would say that i would not draft (laughs) me if i was an nfl team (laughs) UD, UDF, UDFA, Max Chadwick. Um, no, literally, the first thing I have on my weaknesses right here is he is old. For a project quarterback, he's old. And now I will say this. If he was 21, or maybe not 20, but if he was 21 years old, I would feel way more comfortable about this guy. Like, way more. He'd probably be my QB1, and I know that's crazy, but, like, project quarterbacks – just being a project quarterback and being this old is very concerning. Now, he did show at the senior bowl he can be coachable. It's yeah. clear that he wants to be coached, which I love. If you're a project quarterback and you don't want to be coached, I'm not even going to draft you at all because that's just a joke. He wants to be coached. He wants to get better. He know he, he knows he needs the help, which I love. Um, also, you guys mentioned it. He doesn't go through his reads at all. Like If his first read isn't there, he's taken off and running. <clears throat> now, I do think he goes... I do think he can go through his progressions very well. There are moments when he is playing where he does do that, but does he do it a lot? 
not really at all. So also, I think he's a decent improviser. I think his improvisation might be a little overrated. I don't think he's that amazing of an improviser right now. Now, I could improve with some coaching, but as of right now, I just think he just kind of wants to take off and run if it's not there. Kind of like Trey Lance in college. Like his first, if his first read wasn't there, he just kind of took off and ran. And I think that's what Malik Willis is going to do. And another good example, like you guys mentioned, is Sam Howe, because Sam Howe doesn't know how to improvise at all, but he is a good enough runner, so it can work. Um, so that's basically it. But what I will say is he wants to be coached, which I do like. And I know like this is a negative part, but if he wants to be coached, I'm willing to take a shot on him. But like we've all been saying for the entire video, this is a massive massive project i think you can debate that this might be the biggest project quarterback we have ever seen i think mm -hmm. the only other i think the only other person you can possibly put up there is maybe josh allen mm -hmm. but i think malik willis has the argument to be the biggest project quarterback just because of his age and also his his iq is just not very good but with coaching it could be he could be a very very special quarterback yeah, I mean, we mentioned it before. Like, this guy is just so, so raw. Like, it's kind of like the Evan Neal, I think, even even more of, a, like, a biggest boomer bust prospect that we've Full seen. Full credits. Full credits. Uh, right now, though, it's it's all just tools, dude. Like, he, you heard all four of us talk about the strengths part. We're like, this guy's arm is ridiculous. This guy's an incredible runner. And that's all we said. And that's all we said. Because the, everything else to play quarterback – it's just not there right now. Like he plays backyard football too much. He throws off base too much. I, I agree with Nico on that. At least there's some serious accuracy issues, dude. He has serious accuracy issues because I think he 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 knows in his head, hey, I've got this cannon for an arm. I can do whatever I want, kind of like Patrick Mahomes, where he just throws from weird arm angles and weird platforms. And a lot of times it just doesn't work, dude. It just doesn't work for him. He has serious accuracy issues because of that. I had this too, doesn't go through progressions like you'd want him to, or some awful decision-making at times. Not even like, oh, I'll take off and run when there's another guy open. There were some times where he looks at his first read, and even there was two guys on him, he's like, screw it, I'm throwing it. And he throws a pick, and it's just like, dude, why, why would you even look at that guy? Uh, pocket presence is also a mess. I had this too. Holds onto the ball for far too long, which leads to sacks. He plays hero ball way too much. When you get pressure on Malik Willis, there's a pretty good chance you're going to get a sack on him, a lot like Sam Howell, too, where it's just this guy is holding onto the ball far too long and thinks he could play hero ball, and a lot of times it leads to some bad plays. But, Donnie, let's finish this off with you. Where do you have Malik Willis on your big board? Where do you have him in this quarterback class? Uh, what's your player comp for him? Any team fits you got? What do you think about Malik Willis? So Malik Willis is a project quarterback. Uh, we've been saying that the whole video. He is one of the biggest project quarterbacks we're ever going to see. He's older. He's not technically sounded at the quarterback position whatsoever. But the ceiling with this guy is absurd. When you look at the ceiling of this guy, you see the Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson ceiling. You see that in this guy. And that is worth the first round pick. Currently number 22 on my board, my QB3. I can see, you know, if, here's the thing. If you have this guy at QB1, I'm not going to hate you because the ceiling is so absurd with this guy. By far the best ceiling of any quarterback in this draft. And arguably, this may sound crazy. I think he might have the highest ceiling of any quarterback in last year's draft. I know that may sound crazy, but just the physical tools of this guy is just absurd. You don't see this kind of runner with this kind of arm strength. You just don't. So team fits. Okay, I'm going to talk about this for a second. There's a lot of rumors right now saying the Lions are going to take him at two. And here's the thing. 
I wouldn't necessarily hate it completely because I don't think the Lions are honestly that horrible. Listen, I know they got the second overall pick, but I think they're better than the Texans. I think they're better than the Jaguars. And what's the one thing the Lions have that most bad teams don't? A good offensive line. You have Panay Sewell, mm-hmm. you have Taylor Decker, and Frank Ragnar, who's arguably a top three center in the league, is coming back. And like we saw with Philly, you can have a good offensive line with pretty bad guards, and then you can have two good tackles, and Panay Sewell could be generational next year. We don't really know with him because he ended the season very, very well. Frank Ragnar is a top three center in the league. So he's going to a situation where he has a good offensive line. And yes, the weapons aren't there yet, but Aminor St. Brown is good and they could possibly get another weapon with their other first round pick. So if they did that, I wouldn't hate that. And like I said in the mock draft, I think the Giants is just a slam dunk fit for him. I mean, oh, you I have Bri- you have Brian you have Brian Dabble who is able to de- do something that once again I thought was impossible. He developed Josh Allen into an elite NFL quarterback, which listen. That was very, very impressive to do because Josh Allen had some of the worst mechanics and worst accuracy and worst consistency I've ever seen from a college prospect. So if Brian Double could do it with Josh Allen, he can do it with Malik, especially on a team where I think they have the weapons. I think you can get an offensive lineman with that fifth overall pick or even the seventh, and then you have Andrew Thomas, and then you'll have your other draft tackle on the other side. I think the offensive line is improving. Daniel Jones is not a good quarterback, and Malik Willis has the ceiling of a superstar. My comp, um, I wanted to stay away with Lamar Jackson just because I feel like that's a common comp. I'm going to go with Tyrod Taylor. Oh, okay. So, um, just, you know, just another mobile quarterback. And I'm not, and honestly, I could see his floor being about Tyrod Taylor because I don't think it's, his floor is as bad as some people are saying because he has such great mobility mm-hmm. like we saw it with like who's a good example like josh allen we saw it with josh allen where he was not developed as a passer whatsoever but he was always able to make it seem like in his first couple of years he wasn't the worst quarterback in the league because he had that rushing upside and that was back when he was obviously very bad passer and obviously he developed which we could do as well so my comp is going to be tyrod taylor obviously i think his physical tours are better but i think the floor could be about where tyrod is Nico, what do you think? So I've kind of come around after the senior bowl on him, like being a late first round pick. So I currently have him at um, 28 on my big board and he is my number three quarterback. I prefer Hal and I prefer Pickett a little bit just because I think Pickett has a lot of the refined tools that you want in an NFL quarterback. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, it's, there's too much upside to, you know, just, be too low on this guy like you want to root for him and when it comes to team fits that's why I really would like to see the Titans maybe take him in the late first round I don't know if he'll fall there but you know that seems like a really interesting fit to me learn behind Ryan Tannehill you know they could do some pretty crazy stuff with I him love that in offense him and, and Derrick uh, Henry oh man that'd be terrifying <laughs> that would be and you know the same process of thinking comes for me when I think that he could be a pretty great fit on the Steelers because, you know, similar type of concept with Najee Harris, you've got good weapons. The offensive line is the issue there, but, you know, they've had success with the quarterback position, obviously, for the last decade. And when it comes to an NFL comp, there were a few that came to mind. I'm not going to go with Lamar Jackson, just like Donnie. I'm actually going to go with Jalen Hurts because I think Jalen Hurts, not quite as special athletic tools. I think he has a way better arm than Hurts, but you see a lot of the similar things where 
they're just running around in circles in the pocket. They love to extend plays, but they're just late to see their open reads, but they definitely can be very special runners. And that's why I think Malik Willis does have a somewhat decent floor where he can be like Jalen Hurts last year, where he's just running around, but, you know, still making the Philly offense better than what Carson Wentz was doing. Yeah. Um, you guys touched on everything there. Well, I mean, he's QB three for me as well. He's number 24 on my board. It's kind of the same exact range. Like, I think this is a guy that, you know, I, I want to put higher. Um, it's just, I could see so many scenarios, this type of dude, like, you know, if he ends up in Washington, like, I don't trust Washington. Like, <laughs> like I, don't, I don't know that it's actually going to work out there. Um, but in terms of team fits, I mean, I would put them there. I would put Pittsburgh there. Um, I think Minnesota was looking at fields last year. They wanted a mobile QB. I don't know if it'll mm-hmm. stay the same, but I would not be shocked if the Vikings were like, Kellen quiet. Mullen, dude. No, yeah, yeah Kellen Mullen. I would not be shocked if they're quietly like one of the teams that would be looking at him. Um, but really, there's a lot more teams, I think, in this draft that we're really not talking about that will be interested. I think New Orleans is always a sneaky trade-up candidate. They always love to do that. Um, you know, Pittsburgh obviously would have to train up. I like the Giants fit. I do like the Lions thing because of their O-line's good. Like, you know, at the end of the draft, maybe they use their late picks to move up um, into, like, the middle of Maybe they trade, like, both. They package 32 and another pick, and they go up to the middle of the first round to get them. Uh, that would give them a high-floor rushing attack just because I actually think their running backs, Williams and Swift, are great. And I think that O-line obviously gives them the ability to do what they want, run the ball well. Uh, there are really a lot of teams that I could see this this working with. I think Pittsburgh is the best in terms of just, you know, Pittsburgh always seems to make things work out. I just trust them in general as an organization. Washington, I've been linking Ron Rivera to him like this whole time just because I feel like in terms of the off fields, like by all accounts, like this kid's great. He works hard um, and that his tools are similar to Cam Newton. I got Marty Herney in there who also was a big Cam Newton guy. Big reason why they brought him in. I wouldn't be shocked if they really liked him as well. And I wouldn't be shocked if Pittsburgh hopped him in the draft to make sure they secured him. Um my comp is not my comp. I've seen other people use this, but Cordell Stewart, uh, mm-hmm. same size guy, mm-hmm. slash Stewart, and ended up playing some receiver in the NFL. I don't think that Malik Willis is going to end up playing any receiver. I think if you're invested in him, he's got to be playing QB for you. Um, that nonsense needs to stop. Uh, thank God with Lamar Jackson, it didn't become a thing, and that's that's why we're here now. But uh, Stewart, you know, same size, physical runner. He had some speed. Obviously, he was quick enough to play receiver. Uh, had a had a cannon of an arm. I mean, the guy was toolsy as hell. Um, and really, uh, he never really hit his full potential with the Steelers. But there were years where the guy played really good football and had the Steelers in Super Bowl contention. Um, I think there's a good chance that Willis ends up being that type of QB where it's like he's not excellent. Like, he's not going to be a top five quarterback year to year. But there will be years kind of like with Cam Newton, where it's like, oh, my God, that guy's just tearing the burning the world down right now. And they really have a shot to win it all, depending on who he ends up with. So I have Malik Willis a little bit higher than you guys. I have number 15 overall on my board. QB three. I have Matt Corral at 14. Um, so I think it's I think it's a toss up between the two. Like if you have Matt Corral, Malik Willis is QB two. I think that's fine. Uh, I know Nico and I are on the Sam Howell QB one train. I love Sam Howell, man. My number six overall prospect. He's my guy. Uh, Willis, I think, can easily be QB1, which is why I don't hate it if he is for anyone, because you've seen so many guys in the past, like Patrick Mahomes, who I said, man, when the the trees traded up to get him at 10, I was like, "Ah, I don't know about that, because I saw Patrick Mahomes as like a day two quarterback. I was completely wrong about that. Josh Allen, top 10 pick, hated that. I was like, this guy's a day two quarterback. He's a superstar. Justin Herbert, I thought it was a late first round pick. They took him at number six overall, I believe. And I was like, man, I don't like that either. Superstar. 
you just take these tools, dude. I've learned now. There's, it happened three times to me now where I got screwed over by these guys. I said, you know what? Screw it. This guy is superstar tools. I'm willing to take a flyer on him despite what the college tape says because you watch the college tape Malik Willis and you say, man, that guy is not even close to what he should be in the NFL. And sometimes the coach just gets with him and says, you know what? Let's just give you a year like Patrick Mahomes and we'll see what happens, um, which is why I was higher on my comp last year. My comp is Trey Lance, and I hate doing comps to a guy that's literally barely played at all in the NFL. But Lance played lesser competition. I had serious accuracy concerns, serious other concerns besides just the strong arm and the running back ability to be a top-tier quarterback. And I think Trey Lance now with a guy like Kyle Shanahan, I think could be a superstar in the NFL because of that elite mobility, elite arm strength. And that's why he's a third overall pick, which is why I think Malik Willis – will be a top pick in this draft, probably top 10 pick in this draft, just because someone's going to see those superstar physical tools and say, you know what, we can coach the rest out of them and we'll get a superstar quarterback. So the Steelers, the the worst-kept secret in Mobile at the Senior Bowl, what the Steelers are in love with Malik Willis, which, you know what, as a Steelers fan, I'm cool with it, dude, because they uh, they need to have a quarterback. And, you know, last year, I keep saying this, but last year, they kept saying, hey, we like Najee Harris a lot. And people were like, oh, it's a smokescreen. Don't worry about it. They're going to take an offensive line. And I was like, no, I think they're actually taking Najee Harris. They took Najee Harris. This is a team that doesn't know how to smokescreen, dude. They don't know how to smokescreen. Whoever they say they like is who they're taking. They love Malik Willis. I think they're going to try to trade up from number 20 to get Malik Willis. Uh, I keep saying the Panthers just because Matt Rule is coaching for his job. And you really think that Charles Cross, who's a better prospect in my opinion, or Ikemaquan, or even Evan Neal, if they take that guy and they're still a bad team, he's not keeping his job, dude. I don't care. Like he's just Same not keeping his job. Bears last year. Exactly. That's like the Panthers need to make a splash, dude. Matt Rule is literally like, dude, if I don't get a quarterback in here and show that they have some future, he's going to be out of a job. He's going to say, you know what? Screw it. I'm not taking offensive tackle with my number six overall pick. I'm taking a swing at a quarterback and hopefully saying, even if Malik Willis stinks his rookie year, he can at least say, hey, man. Give me another year or two with this guy. That way he keeps his job for another couple of years, which is why I think the Panthers are a very sneaky quarterback team. Donnie, you mentioned this in the mock draft. I love the Giants fit. I didn't even think about it. Brian it's Dable. so perfect. The Brian Dable fit, dude, would be freaking electric. Vikings, I also love Nick. Falcons, Broncos, Commanders. Uh, so I, I do think Malik Willis is going to be a top 15 pick in this draft. But that's what we got on Malik Willis. Let me know what you think about him because this is a guy who – we're all a bit hesitant on, but a lot of people have this guy as easily QB1 in this class. Where do you have Malik Willis? Be sure to follow our Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at Boomer Bus Draft. Be sure to follow Nico as well, at Elite Takes. Donnie, at Pick and Spreads. We're on YouTube, anywhere you get your podcasts. And that's what we got on Malik Willis. And comment below what other videos you guys want to see us do next. So for Nick Miriam, Donnie Clemens, and Nico Del Ferrante, I'm Max Shabak. Have a great night.